Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Nobody wins unless everybody wins. This is your time. We're in this game. As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Line Change, the NHL betting podcast from the Action Network. My name is Michael Lieboff. Just a moment. I will be joined by my co-host and friend, Nick Martin. And together, we will try our best to handicap the upcoming Thursday night slate in the NHL. This is for January 19th, 2023. Uh, But as always, we start at the top with our favorite underdogs for the coming day nick uh let's start with you mine uh is, is a little repetitive from from tuesday so i'll i'll let you go first uh, a team that we don't talk all that much about in uh glowingly uh you're on on thursday night yeah this is a bit of a degrees of bad pick for me i'm gonna be going with the nashville predators over the st louis blues these teams are kind of in the same spot i think they're both finishing 10th and 11th in the West already. I'd, I'd actually be willing to, like, I think the chances of that happening are pretty high. With that said, the Preds have actually been controlling play at a significantly higher rate than the Blues, which is kind of impressive because neither of them control much of the play whatsoever. And they have Saros in net, which is a massive edge over either Bennington or Grice. I actually think I'm willing to take them on right now. It's pick them. We might see better overnight. Um, but I'm willing to take them on at that. I haven't liked anything about what I've seen with the Blues. I know I've been burn fading them a lot. It's kind of the same boat as the Preds, but I just look at these two teams. I think they're similar. Maybe the Blues have a little more legitimate scoring punch up front with guys like Cairo and Thomas, but I think their process has still looked pretty horrible lately. It's actually been surprising they've won as many games as they have, and I'm willing to take the Preds on here. Uh yeah, I think I think the point about the goaltender is is where I'd lean towards Nashville. It's you're looking at two teams that I think are just, you know, you nailed it, mediocre. I'm very mad at the Predators uh, that they were able to squeeze out that win against the Blue Jackets in a game that they were outplayed. Uh, that's twice I've had had nice numbers on the Blue Jackets in games one against your Caps and now the Predators in the past like ten days where, um, yeah, you know, they tilted the ice and and didn't didn't get the job done. Uh, but that's what happens when you're one of the worst teams in the NHL. Uh, for me, I like the Winnipeg Jets. They're playing the Toronto Maple Leafs. This is pretty simple to me. On Tuesday night, the Leafs hosted the Florida Panthers. Panthers were playing on a back-to-back. 
and the Panthers were right around this price. They closed, I think, plus 145, plus 150. Um, that's where the Jets are right now. I think the Jets are a better team than Florida. Uh, they have the better goaltender. And right now, I think the goaltending matters a lot in Leafs games in terms of the edge like that you're going to get if you have a goalie like Connor Hellebuck because we just saw Matt Murray give up four goals on eight shots uh, to Florida. Him and him and Ilya Samsonov have have just they've been sprinkling in some some really down performances uh, of late. So I'm happy to 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 back Hellebuck and the Blues even off of a, a disappointing showing in Montreal. I think that they should have enough to give Toronto uh, to to turn this game into something that will look closer to a coin flip than these odds uh, show. So yeah, I like Winnipeg here. Like I said, I like them better than Florida, and and you're looking at the, basically the same price. So I don't know if the Jets were looking ahead to this one. These two teams hate each other. There's a bit of a quiet rivalry yeah. dating back to the year that they were in that Canadian division together. There's a couple of messy games and some dirty plays. And as a fan, this one will be probably the best game of the night. I'd say watch this game. But, oh um, no, that's not true. I've got one for you coming. Actually, let's start the show with it. The Blackhawks, they're plus 185 <laughs> against the Philadelphia Flyers, minus 215, the over-under here, six. Uh, I'm probably going to bet Chicago, but I'm not betting them yet. I think we, we might see a better number. Nobody's going to bet the Blackhawks here. It's the same thing. I mean, I, I got sucked into the Ducks. I'm going to get sucked yeah, into I the Yeah, I didn't Hawks. like the Ducks one. I thought that was an interesting point I sent you on how far below – yeah. Philly the Ducks were because that is the gap I, we're talking I should have listened too and like I I spent all day just being like I'm not gonna bet the Ducks and then I just got to the so close to puck drop and I'm like now nah, I gotta do it like I, I just can't look at this number next to Philly who yet they've been playing well and they're eight and two and then less 10 but I just can't look at this number against at against next to Philly and not play it because I know if you asked me three weeks ago would you ever pass up this number on any team in the NHL against the Flyers I would have said, no, you're crazy. Um, but we'll see where this number goes. Um, it's ugly. <laughs> Should we use that to go into Ducks, Blue Jackets? Yeah, let's go. Let's let's keep let's keep going down the the, the tank fest here. The, yeah, let's du- get the Ducks are plus one twenty five in Columbus, who are minus one forty five. The over under six and a half. I really was hoping to get a better number, in Columbus, because it's so hard. Same, same, same situation. Like you can't look at this number next to the Blue Jackets. And be like, oh, that's a that's that's a good number. Like, no, it's not because the blue jackets are even when they, we just, we just saw it. Like they, they really tilted the ice against the predators. Even if they are doing that, like there's a chance that they have three defensive breakdowns or the goaltender gives up a soft goal. And that's the difference. Uh, you can't trust them as a favorite. So this to me, oh, I'm so happy to pass on this one. Maybe, maybe like a, a goal. If I've been playing a lot of like goal score around Robbins, I think that, uh, I'll, I'll probably pluck a blue jacket, um, maybe like you know cole cylinder or something uh from here someone who will be at, at he at, fucked at us last side. night yeah he should have scored and tied the game with two two minutes left and i like cole cylinder so whatever that happens but um i think i will play the blue jackets here they're trending towards getting that win they're they're playing better than the ducks i think <laughs> it's always hard to watch these marginal teams and like make that de- declaration but i feel like they've kind of been a lot scrappier than anaheim lately and and I actually am willing to pay this price here. Uh, the Bruins and Rangers, this one is pretty close to a pick on Boston right now. It's minus 115 on the road. Rangers minus 105. Over-under set at five and a half right now. Boston is playing the Islanders on Long Island. Wednesday night, don't have a confirmed goalie for this one yet. Uh, so we'll see. Though we've talked about how Jeremy Swayman's form has really started to to 
trend up uh, of late. So the difference is is pretty negligible. And, and it's one of those situations where there was a real gap between Allmark and Swayman for the first half of the season. Uh, and the market would react as so. But now it's like you can probably find value if the market moves considerably when the Bruins announce like a Swayman start and the number moves away from them. Uh, so just keep an eye out for that kind of stuff here. Uh, I think the Bruins will be playable. I don't, we'll see what happens on, on Wednesday night. I'm, I'm expecting the Bruins. I'm going to the game. It's my wedding anniversary tonight. My wife's a Bruins fans. We're going to this game to watch the Bruins beat the Islanders six, six, one. Um, I can already hear how quiet the UBS arena is going to be when the Bruins are up three, nothing in like the first six minutes. Um, but I, I want to see how that game goes. I also think the Bruins are on the verge of making a move here. It sounds like they're, they're pretty close. It could be, you know, Jesse Pugliarvi or Bo Horvat or something. It's, sounds... I don't know if it's pull you. Did you see Marshan? Yeah. The time to comment. Just well, that's like, why I thought no, he was saying that. that it might be, it might be him. Like, you know, he's, but like, I don't know who it could be like, but it does sound, it does feel like something's coming. You know, they, they're there. It looks like they're tying, tying up their business. They, they extended Pavel Zaka. Um, but that's for, for later down the line. Uh, the point here is that the, the Rangers are not a great five on five team. They are, they win on the edges with their goaltending, their power play uh, and their talent. Well, the Bruins can negate basically all that, right? They're a great penalty killing team. They have a great power play themselves. They're good goaltenders and they're great defensively and they own the puck at five on five. So I think all the edge, this, this is just like a styles make fights kind of matchup. And, and I like the Bruins and I'd be willing to bet them even as a road favorite. Yeah, I think this is one that's really spot dependent for me. I'd kind of like to see how tonight goes, that sort of thing. I think Layboff's dream world is the Bruins play like shit tonight and maybe feel like they want to tune up tomorrow, have a little extra edge for that one. Because they're, they're playing it. for very little now. I know that doesn't mean everything. They're going to want to stay sharp, but that starts to scare me a little bit when it's like they're, they're so far up in even the president's trophy race that I think sometimes in spots like this that can make it a little tough to fully get up for the game. But that said, obviously, a game versus a really good Rangers team at MSG. You probably don't want to go down that rabbit hole of motivation too much. The uh, Minnesota Wild are plus 140 against the Hurricanes, who are hosting the Wild. Uh, minus 165, Carolina is five and a half is your over-under. This one is a pass for me. The wild, I would be closer to the Wild, but they looked gassed against the Capitals. You know, that was a very, very lucky win. Uh, yeah, that Minnesota. pissed me off. I got yeah. sucked into betting the Caps mid-game, which I hadn't been planning on doing. And I was watching, just thinking like, oh, well, they're playing so good right now. And then it's just one of those ones, a couple point shots flying, nothing goes for the Caps in the wild to find a way. But yeah, I was I was leaning towards the under as well, but that was even five and a half was sitting at minus 105, I think. So kind of hard in this day and age to get behind a bet on that. Uh, the Florida Panthers will go from Toronto to Montreal. Uh, Florida's minus 240, the Habs plus 200, the over under six and a half. Montreal is dealing with a laundry list of injury issues. Once again, I think Jonathan Drouin will be out for a while. Uh, Jake Evans, Jake Allen. Uh, they're they're going to be missing a, a ton of pieces here. It is a little scary always when you back the... So Florida was in Toronto on, on Tuesday night. Now they go to uh, Montreal, they they would have flown from Toronto to Montreal likely after the game, or even you know Monday morning, whatever, or Wednesday morning. Backing teams who 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 have more than you know twenty four hours in Montreal is a little dicey, uh, in my mind. But um, the injury issues and Florida, they should 
be all in here. They're desperate. They need these two points. They've been playing better. I don't even want to look too much into that Leafs game because it got thrown off the rails so quickly. I mean, it was 1-1 within, what, 90 seconds of the game. Then it was 2-2, 3-2. And, and, you know, like I said, Murray led in four goals on eight shots. So it's really hard to even, like, read, uh, you know, and score a game like that. Uh, but I, I still think that the Panthers are just moving in the right direction here and, and kind of everyone's on board and there shouldn't be, you know, too much of, of an issue. So I like uh, Florida here as a, as a puck line play, if you want to throw them in, you know, if you play square parlay or whatever, um, I think it's Florida. Yeah. I like Florida. I thought Montreal kind of gone on this surprising three game run of really respectable efforts. Like I'll credit them. And I was on the losing end of a uh, bet on them versus the Rangers and versus Winnipeg. But I still just can't see how this depleted Montreal roster is going to be able to do that over and over. I know the guys that are out didn't necessarily actually move the needle that much. Like we're talking about like Slavkovsky. He'd been having a pretty, pretty bad year realistically. Um, same with some of those other guys. But I still just think what's left of this team is a true bottom feeder. And this is a good spot to back the Panthers who are kind of on the up and up as they scrap to avoid a pathetic playoff miss uh two of the teams they'll be scrapping against in that play playoff race are the islanders and sabers islanders minus 105 in buffalo on thursday night <clears throat> sabers minus 115 over under six Ilya sorokin will start uh for the islanders varlamov going against uh the bruins on wednesday i don't think that this number is going to stay here i think the, the sabers will take money everyone takes money against the islanders because um they're they're miserable uh the Islanders probably played their best 25 minutes of the season uh, against the Washington Capitals the other night, and then they stopped. So uh, they they blew the three-goal lead, and they just don't look like they have the horses to, uh, to score. Like they don't have – they can't put teams away because they don't score enough. That was the first time, I believe, in nine games that the Islanders had scored three goals, uh, something like that. So really tough to, to keep up with with Buffalo. But at the same time, like the Sabres are, are absolutely, you know, circling the drain it feels like now with like in terms of their playoff hopes and they're going up against an elite goalie and they should be playing a you know desperate team and it feels like one of those games where the islanders being on the back-to-back will be made could be baked too far into the line uh so you could get a pretty decent number uh, on the aisles but it's it's really hard to make a case for either one of these sides yeah i would say if you're going to look to attack the sabers you want to probably get on that when you hear this because it does seem like one where the sabers will take a lot of money but yeah, they're kind of in the same boat. And like these teams obviously aren't structured similarly at all, but they both have some meaningful flaws. Like Buffalo's goaltending situation and that third pairing is a problem. They have more true scoring punch than the Islanders by a pretty wide margin. But yeah, I think there's enough concern here that I don't really like either side. And you talk about that Islanders collapse, which hurt their playoff chances so much. Buffalo blew the 3-1 lead in Chicago right. and then lost in overtime. So it's just like... a I don't really want to trust either of them. I probably endorse Buffalo a little too hard at times this year because it's been a pretty disappointing run recently. Uh, the Bolts, minus 110 uh, in Edmonton. Oilers also minus 110. A nice pick them here. In Alberta, uh, over under six and a half. Tampa Bay is playing on uh, Wednesday night against the Canucks. If you were listening to this before they play, I like the Canucks, and uh, I said this the other day. Like It's call me crazy, but... I think that all of the, the kind of negativity, you could get a pretty resounding effort and Brian Elliott will be in goal, um, which doesn't really matter when it's Spencer Martin going against him, but just, just a note. Uh, I actually like Tampa here. 
I think the Oilers are they're playing well, but this is you know we we the Oilers to me are a team of patterns. Um, when they when the market starts to get back in on them, you know that the it's the time to pull the shoot and and fade them. So the the Lightning have been going so well uh, of late that this this game will just it's at five on five like there's no team better uh, at, at generating five uh, high danger chances and or, or or no team has a stronger high danger scoring chance rate than Tampa over the last ten like this they're quietly elite somehow this season and. I think that the 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 Oilers just they they have too many mistakes in them. This is a team that's so opportunistic and clinical in Tampa. So I'll probably be on the bolts as long as it's like hanging around this this pick and price. I'm actually going to defend the Oilers again. I'm not going to make a play in the game, but I'm scared enough. This last two or three week stretch is the most I've consistently seen them play a pretty sharp team game. They're not just having McDavid and Drysaitel steal them outings. They're actually looking pretty sharp all over. The goaltending situation is still scary. If that cracking game, if they weren't up so many, Jack Campbell gives us a pretty huge scare in the third there, just giving up a completely free goal. And I'm not huge on that moving forward. But I actually think they're starting to play like a legitimately good team and they're getting more depth contributions consistently, which is absolutely massive because we know their top two guys are going to score more than anyone else's top two guys. Oh, the Oilers. Oh, the Oilers. Uh, all right, let's talk about your Washington Capitals. They travel across the country to take on the Coyotes uh, at Mullet Arena. It's minus 195 for the Caps right now. Uh, Coyotes plus six, uh, 165, the over-under six and a half. Uh, excuse me, it's six. Uh, Coyotes uh, were lucky to get a win over the Red Wings, but the Red Wings aren't very good. So, you know, is what it is. Uh, and that game was on Tuesday night. We both like the Coyotes there. I think we'll see a lot of money come in on washington here uh, it's hard to imagine a ton of money coming in on the coyotes ever so uh we could see a, a, a bit of a bigger number it's it you know i I'll, I'll go down with the coyotes at home ship just because you know it's something that that i want to see where it goes for the entire season uh but right now at plus 165 a little little too uh too short so we'll see where we we end up um, and make sure to follow uh us in the action that to to see if if i donate more money in the name of the Arizona Coyotes. What about you? Your caps look good on Tuesday night in, in a loss. I, yes, I think they'll somehow win this game, but I don't know if I want to bet it, especially because of the price, but and the lines, the lines, I can't just every time they seem to get it situated. I think that is a legitimate thing going around the team right now. It's hard on the forwards, getting sh- all four lines shuffled in and out. I respect a lot of what Peter Laviolette is doing. And I know the team plays quite well as a group. Um, especially with their ability to use the defense, to get up five-man attack, to hold the zone, that sort of thing. I know that's hard. But when you're just randomly mixing in Nick Obey, Kubel on the top line, sort of stuff like that, there's shuffling. It scares me, and it seemingly has put the offense in a bit of a stalled position. So I don't know if I want to bet this one pregame, just given how massive of a favorite they are. But uh the caps too i can't wait for this one that's that's gonna be a funny funny game i think uh it just it feels like a a weird spot for the capitals because their upcoming schedule after that coyotes game is brutal uh this this was kind of like their soft part of or soft stretch before the the coming storm i think it's if you look it up it's 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 really really tough um so it's it is a pretty big game for washington and, and i'm sure that they'll be aware of it but still it's a banana skin 
Uh, the Red Wings, plus 145 in Vegas. Uh, Knights minus 170, over under six and a half. This one is a pass for me. The Red Wings have been really bad. Uh, but the Knights also are scuffling a bit, dealing with the Mark Stone injury, goaltending issues. Could see Laurent Boissois come back up. So hard to trust uh, Vegas as a, as a big favorite, even against a team like the Wings. Yeah, I wouldn't trust uh, Vegas at all. They're kind of, I'm almost leaning Detroit. And to defend Vegas, like they're dealing with such a bad injury situation. Again, I know it got a little better for a bit there, but it's one of those things where it like, gets to the point where it's a laundry list and it compounds. Like they're probably going to have Alec Martinez out. He's been really good on the back end. Mark Stone obviously is massive. William Carrier had been really good. They were plugging him into a lot. He did into a lot of different roles. He's really useful for them. He's out now. Shea Theodore is out. Zach Whitecloud's cloud is out. Miramanov had been plugged into a bigger role than he would ever have gotten just due to how many injuries there were. He's out now. So it's getting to the point where I don't think you need to reach for angles on why the Knights are starting to struggle, but just know like if you bet Vegas here and you're one of those people who looks at like season long stats and season long home splits and that sort of thing. I know their splits at home actually aren't very good this year, but anyways, it's just a perfect example of like this team is not what you're expecting. Right. If you're betting on them looking at that stuff, cause they are really, really beat up right now. Uh, the devils and Kraken. this is a, a fun one in Seattle. It's close to a pick them. Devils are slight favorite on the road. Minus 120. Seattle's plus 100. The over under six and a half. We're on opposite sides here. I like Seattle. The Devils are in the middle of sweep or they, they've swept every game on this road trip. Five in a row they've won. This is the last game on the road trip. The, the, the five on five numbers for the Devils have not been all that great uh, in terms of tilting the ice. Over the last 10 games, they're still fine, like, but they're not where they normally were. And when, when the goaltending situation is what it is, and they've been better of late, but still, like, you can't really trust them. So, and, you know, I, I, we don't have to talk about Martin Jones either, but I, I think Seattle's good enough here to to at least give the Devils a bit of a game. So you factor in home ice advantage, the Devils at the end of this long road trip. And uh, I think there's a smidge of value here on Seattle as a uh, slight, slight home underdog. And I would play it to, to a pick em. Yeah, I can see the spot argument. Um, but with that said, I think the Devils are just a far superior team. They have way more elite talent. They've got Heesher, Brat, Hughes, all killing it. They have excellent depth. They can match the Kraken step for step in that regard. And goaltending-wise, I'm not too concerned to take on <laughs> Vanacek versus the Krakens, guys. So yeah, I, I still think the Devils are one of the very best teams in the league. I've been sticking with this narrative. I'm going to give myself some credit here. I said you're going to want to bet them all January when I looked at the schedule. And that has been a really good take because they're hot. I'm going to stick with the Kraken or sorry, the Kraken. I'm going to stick with the devils. I like the devils here. I think they're going to keep it going. And, uh, and we talked about it prior to that Oilers game when our pick was the Oilers to beat the Kraken, but Seattle got by scoring a ton of goals on not that many chances versus very bad teams the last three weeks. And that really boosted outside of Boston. I know they got that win in Boston, but still, Looking at the wealth of the sample is a lot of soft teams and a lot of games where they just happen to score at a historic rate on of even strength shots. So I don't love that I think the Kraken are actually going to drop off, but I'm going to keep backing that narrative. I think they're, uh, I don't like them here. Yeah, yeah, I think that um, Seattle, I think is just going to end up in a, a scrap for a playoff spot. I think that's that's how you should view this team is like they're probably their talent level. Um, they're not, right now it looks like they're, they're contending for the division and i know you know we're pulling for you for that to be the case but i just think you know there's still 30 something games left and 
uh, eventually, like you said, like that's going to catch up to them. The fact that they're just shooting the lights out. Uh, all right, before we get to uh, top shelf bets, our favorite bets for Thursday, 19th of January, we'll talk Kings and stars. Uh, Dallas is a plus one Oh five road dog Kings minus minus one twenty five. The over under six Dallas um, will be playing on a back to back here. I still lean towards Dallas because it looks like Jake Ottinger will get the, get the nod and Los Angeles has been good. Uh, but he, he, at some point this goaltending is just, it's going to fall apart. Yeah. I'm, I'm hoping to uh, get confirmation on Wedgwood going tonight uh, being Wednesday versus the sharks for two reasons. I think the under in that play, even or in that game, even once Wedgwood goes is going to be a strong bet. But with that said, I obviously want to confirm they're going to go that route because once that gets announced, it's going to drastically change the lines, which is um, an important note. But the flip side of that is once they confirm Wedgwood's going to play tonight, that means Ottinger is going to play tomorrow. Then you're probably going to want to get on this, involved on the stars tonight once that word drops. And to kind of touch on this subject, I'll go into my small rant quick, just because I think it is really useful betting advice. So I'm not just trying to sit here and piss away people's times. So when obviously people who follow me in the action app would have seen that today, I thought the avalanche were a really good pick. Um, and then there was a surprise kale McCarr scratch, which has honestly moved the lines more than I might've even expected. And then I always have people reaching out saying, Oh, well, this is why I wait to bet. And that sort of thing, which whatever, if you truly feel more comfortable with that, obviously that's, um, that's fine. But the one thing I like, the best part about betting the NHL is that the good numbers that come out the night before are such good numbers. Like you can just get on them early, gain so much line value. Like people who bet just NFL, I don't even think would fully comprehend the kind of closing line value you can consistently gain on the NHL just by picking the right sides. So yeah, it sucks when these instances happen. However, nine times out of 10, they don't. And just backing the good numbers early is the best way to do it, especially on the NHL. So yeah, just one note I'll slide in there quick. It's kind of, I'd say that's the number one advice I'd give to anyone getting into the NHL. It's noted. Uh, and thank you for it. Top shelf where mama hides the cookies. And now we move to our favorite bets. We talked about both these games already, so we'll be quick. Uh, the For me, it's the Panthers minus one and a half against the Habs. Montreal is already not good and you're taking out a, a few depth pieces and a starting goalie against a team that should be desperate for two points. They're trending in the right direction. Florida uh, to me is a buy right now, uh, even with the loss to uh, Toronto. So I think you're still getting a decent, you're going to get a decent enough number here on the, on the minus one and a half on Florida to route Montreal on Thursday night. So give me the cats. What about you? I'm going to go with the devils. I'm go. I'm doing it. I think uh, they're just the better team. I like them to go into New Jersey, sweep the road trip. Sweep the road trip. Stars are going to shine. I respect that that Sharks game was horrible, but that's one of those things. Maybe they know that that was kind of the dud and that they want to sharpen it up as well. And I trust that they have the pieces to do that. I think this roster is legitimately just really good. I'm willing to go down with that ship. So I like them to win on the road in Seattle. All right. uh, That'll do it for this episode of Line Change. The underdogs at the top, Jets, Preds best bets devils on the money line and florida panthers minus one and a half uh, against montreal canadians uh, for nick martin i'm michael Leboff. best of luck with all your nhl bets on thursday night and over the weekend we will see you again next week
Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.